Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. Once more, I've got another beautiful guest for you. Rachel Lahela Marie is my guest today. And we talk about all things spirituality and religion. And it's a really, it's a conversation that I've been wanting to have for a while because I really feel like as I get deeper into my spiritual journey, if you like, that it's, you know, religion is really very close by, but I have no desire whatsoever to become religious, to start going to a church of any sort. Um, and so I wanted to talk to Rachel because she has um, come at her spirituality from the same place as me via yoga and meditation, um, but has Jesus in her life. Um, in her heart and so I just really wanted to talk to her to find out you know all about it and essentially that's what we do we have a good old chat about it and it seems to yeah it really resonated I think for both of us where we're coming from and I think if you are looking for your own spirituality this will this chat will hopefully just show you a little bit of a journey of a bit of a yeah just give you some ideas on how to proceed so I really hope that you enjoy this um I love talking to Rachel she was lovely and all her links will be in the um in the show notes so here we go enjoy Okay, so welcome to the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. Um, today I have Rachel Lahela Marie joining me. And um, so first of all, just welcome Rachel. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for hosting and for being here. This is great. 
You're welcome. <laughs> so this is this is the, well, I'm you know we've we've literally only just met. We connected online, and we've only just met. But I have the, you know when you when you meet people online, you kind of just get this like this is the person. Yes, I I want to talk to this person, and um, I feel like this conversation has been one that I've been wanting to have for some time, and it is with uh the sort of the subject is around spirituality and religion, and. As I go on my journey, my spiritual journey, I, you know, it's very easy to observe the parallels, the similarities with religion. But then I don't feel in any way called to become, in inverted commas, religious. That's not something that's ever um, resonated with me. And and I, I think that there's a first of all, I, I want to say that because I have a lot of listeners in America, obviously, obviously I have a lot of listeners in the UK as well. But my perception is that the differences between how religion is perceived within society is very different between the US and the UK. To, from what I observe, the US is yeah. is much more religious um, than the UK. In the UK, Christianity is really kind of just like, it's just, uh, I don't know, kind of, it's not a big deal. I, you know, it is for some people, obviously, like, but it's, but religion in the UK is, seems to be a lot more widespread, uh, as in spread along amongst lots of different types of religions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to preface this by saying you know please don't take offense at anything I say it's merely my opinion it's merely my my choice you know what I what I feel and think for myself so um I just wanted to say before we start because I don't want to offend anybody do you know what I mean for sure sure exactly no um, I I know um no I, I feel the same you know it's it's very big in the United States I've lived um for about two years total time um, in Australia. And it was it was very much the same there. You know, I noticed that difference there too. And sort of when I came back to the US, I was like, wow, this is, it's really intense here, you know, yeah. and this was, you know, before um, I had sort of made the move into teaching yoga and teaching meditation and sort of really awakened to the divine through that gateway, you know, because it, it was that that did it for me, not, not necessarily going to a, a religious institution yeah. growing up so because this is what interests me about your journey is because you you know you were a yoga teacher you're teaching meditation so you were into your spirituality but then you had an awakening and you connected with Jesus so talk to me a little bit about that and how it came about and how it felt just I'd love to hear Sure. Well, I I had gone, I had just moved. I'm originally from the Northeast in the U.S. and I had just moved down to Florida. This was about 2012, 2013. And I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody. I had grown up going to Florida on vacation. um, So I had some family. I wasn't totally on my own. But I was working as a registered nurse, a a pediatric registered nurse at the time. And I had gone down down for work. And I had just started, you know, thinking, about how I was going to meet people, you know? And so I thought, okay, well, I could, you know, join a Pilates class. I could go, you know, join a gym or do any one of these things. And and so I was searching for community initially. Mm. And at the time I was, you know, very much engrossed in the Western medical fields. Um, But I had always 
been aware that there was more than what the West offered. You know, I just always had a feeling I had always been drawn to acupuncture, natural modalities of healing. Mm. And so in my own health quest, I, I had, you know, been dealing with some, you know, female issues. And I thought, okay, well, Western medicine hasn't helped me heal any of this, you know, related to my cycle, related to being aware of my cycle. And so I was looking for an Ayurvedic practitioner. I was looking for an Ayurvedic uh, medical doctor to sort of help me heal my cycle. And long story short, I wandered into this place called the Lotus Pond down in Tampa, Florida. And it's since, you know, become something else now other than the Ayurveda and the yoga school. Um, but at the time in 2013, I had walked in looking for the Ayurveda school that was attached to the yoga studios in this big, beautiful log cabin sort of north of uh, Tampa Bay in a beautiful wooded area. And I walked in and the Ayurveda school was closed, uh, but the yoga studio was open. And so I remember it was, I just had this beautiful conversation with um, the owner's partner and he was there and he, you know, and I were talking and we had this wonderful conversation and he says, well, you know, you should sign up for yoga teacher training. Now the idea was really foreign at the time. I hadn't really practiced yoga. I wasn't a meditator. I was only sort of kind of coming in on the edges, you know, of, of that whole world. Mm. And um, I left that day, signed up after our conversation for the next round of yoga teacher training. Wow. Okay. Yep. And um, it started, I think I had just like made, you know, made the cut, if you will, to, to sign up with this round. And it, it started, I think, in like two, two and a half weeks after that. And so I walked into teacher training. Um, yeah. And I remember thinking, you know, in classes, you know, because we, we covered Ayurveda, we covered, you know, the basics of the chakra system and, and, you know, the different kinds of breath work and meditation. And I just remember I sat there just completely in awe because it was everything in nursing school that I was looking for, you know, that, that my, my soul, my spirit, my higher self was saying, I feel this call to a healing modality, mm-hmm. but through, you know, my awareness and my lens at the time, that was okay, go to medical school, go to nursing school, be a physical therapist, you know? Um, so it really, it really was the start. And um, it, it took about a year, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, or it was like not around nine months. Yeah. And and in that time, that that introduction into the spirituality and the health aspect through that teacher training, it, it really started the whole journey, you know? And so my meditation practice and my yoga practice grew from there and I began to teach and I began to sit in meditation and sort of come into sort of what I, what I always, I always was longing for. So it was really beautiful. And, and, and that again is the start really of, mm. of this whole journey, I think for me. So beautiful, isn't it? When you kind mm. of feels like, you know, when you describe that, it just sort of feels like you came home to yourself, like you found yes. that thing that you were searching for. So you became yoga teacher, you carried on, you had this beautiful practice, meditation, mm-hmm. yoga, etc. And then, so when did uh, your spirituality, as you, you know, had sort of had this awakening into spirituality when did that turn towards um a religious I mean I don't know I mean I should ask you like how religious would you say you are and um not really at all (laughs) at all I haven't 
you know, I've never, I grew up, you know, with um, the Lutheran church here, you know, and I grew up in Sunday school and I grew up sort of, you know, going through the motion, motions of church. And I always was able to sort of feel like a divine um, knowing sort of moving within me a connection. But I never really, if I'm honest, remember completely connecting to what was being said by someone standing up in front of me in church. You know, I would sort of, you know, I remember there was this big dove stained glass window in the church where I grew up going to. And I would sort of drown out what was being said and just draw. I was just draw the dove over and over and over again. And I would feel an energy as I, I looking back, I could feel energy from a very early age, you know. And so for me, I could feel the energy of other people who were in church and I could feel you know, what I now know is that heart opening sort of feeling, but it was never this focus on there's this set of rules and I have to follow these rules. And if I don't follow these rules, you know, God won't love me or, yeah. you know, these, these things. And so I always sort of thought that was hogwash as a little yeah. kid, you know, and so but going back to the yoga teacher training, you know, I, um, I read the Bhagavad Gita and I, you know, started to study world religions, world texts, world practices. And I just remember sitting and thinking too in yoga teacher training, this doesn't, you know, the teachings of Buddha don't sound any different than the teachings of Jesus. You know, yeah. these are, this. there's the parallels here are just, how come everybody can't see this, yes. you know? And I remember thinking that as, as a young child. And so I studied the, you know, yoga and meditation in 2013. And I, I practiced and taught, you know, right up along until 2018, 2019, when I was in sort of a dark night of the soul period, I was out on Hawaii, I was by myself, it was still very much closed up on the islands, um, was out of work, didn't know how I was going to find work. And, you know, of course, you have to buy food and rent is due and all these things. And, um, I had been in the process of recovering uh, from a head injury two years prior. And I was at probably the lowest point in my life. And so I said, you know, it was like, I, I like to liken it to the moment that Elizabeth Gilbert had in Eat, Pray, Love, where she says, okay, I don't know if what, if you're out there, God, but if you are, I need help. I need help. And I was waking up with this overwhelming sort of anxious feeling for about two weeks. I had just moved into a new place and, you know, the rational mind goes to, oh my gosh, I'm having symptoms, you know, reoccurring uh, from my head injury and I'm still not healed and all these things, which of course wasn't true. You know, it had been almost two years uh, since that had happened, but I started again, waking up with this, this energy, you know, moving, moving through me that felt like intense anxiety. And so for about two weeks, I woke up and I felt scattered. I cried. I was tired. I was exhausted, you know, and, and I felt like I had this, like a homework assignment that was like going to make my whole, whole grade, you know, and it, I didn't know what it was. And I, I could couldn't conceptualize with that feeling how to sort of deal with it and make it go away. And I finally sat down and I said, you know what? I've been a yoga teacher and a meditator now for almost a decade. I was like, I'm just going to sit with this feeling and I'm going to see what it is. And it's just almost as soon as I sat down onto my, my meditation mat and rug, 
you know, I had it rolled out on Wailanae. It was beautiful overlooking a mountain and the uh, Hanalei mountain range in Kauai, if anyone is familiar. And like a knowing, a voice, an inner call said, sit down and just let this feeling consume you. And I was, I mean, I was scared. I didn't know, you know, I was like, am I losing my mind? What's going on? You know, but I had been aware of energy, right? And how it moves through our system. And so I said, okay. And I surrendered. And it was this beautiful, I mean, it's really still very hard for me to describe, but it was this beautiful energy that moved in through my like back heart chakra because our chakras have the the front and the back. Mm -hmm. And it moved in through my back heart and just completely washed my whole energetic and physical body in this feeling of like sublime peace. And I said, okay, wow, you know, what is this? And he answered, it was him, it was Jesus. And I I could see him sort of in my third eye, just beautiful, blinding, heart, love, expansion. I mean, and it was beyond any dogmatic, religious, uh, secular teaching, you know, it was just like everything was peace and everything was love. And I'm like, you know, this is the truth of of everything, you know, and it was like, it was just, it's still so hard for me to put into words, but it was so beautiful. And after that, for about two weeks, I would sit down in meditation and I would tune in and he would be right there. And so the book, the 133 messages of light uh, from the loving heart of Christ, that's where the title came from because I would sit and I would ask him and he would just answer. And the things that came from him are reminiscent of the Sufi poets, you know, if you read Rumi or Hafiz, Mm. where it's just this love affair with the divine, that when we have that open heart center, that open heart chakra, it just, it just pours in, you know? So it was pretty incredible. And it it took me about a year to sort of uh, integrate, you know? Um, But the book was born uh, that following spring. So it happened sort of in the summer and then it was, you know, in production until the following spring and, and was born, uh, I think it was March of this year, 2022. So fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations on that for a start. But Thanks. It, it, this is such a fascinating story because what I'm hearing is that you had this awakening, you had this kind of enlightenment, if you like, really. During meditation, mm-hmm. which is one of the fantastic things that can happen doesn't always but can happen during meditation yes. where your heart chakra just burst open and the truth and the light and the love was just there but for me it's really interesting that that it came through that it was Jesus so you know mm-hmm. but did, was that as much of a surprise to you as it is obviously to me <laughs> Was it a surprise <laughs> to you that it was Jesus? I mean, you know, because if I was sitting there mm-hmm. and and the same thing happened to me, I would expect to it just be, you know, I'm just channeled. I'm just finally tuned in to universal energy, which is mm-hmm. all of those things that you describe. Um, so did it take you by surprise that it said, hey, I'm Jesus? It did. It did a little bit. Yeah. I was thinking, really? Whoa. You know, because you could be, like, you know, you said, you know, it's like, you, do I 
expect Krishna? Do I expect Buddha? You know, and um, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a little bit of a surprise, you know, thinking like is, you know, cause the mind gets in the way it does, you know, yeah. and when we sit and we meditate, that's the work to bring the mind into the heart. And so my mind did sort of grapple with that at first, like how, how does this make any sense? You know, but again, I never really, even though I was raised in a Christian tradition, I never really attached to the dogma of it. You know, I sort of always uh, knew there were pieces missing, you know, Mm -hmm. in a way as, as a young child, I think on, on one level maybe not a complete conscious awareness you know when I was eight I wasn't saying you know but what about Mary Magdalene and what about the women disciples and didn't you know that the disciples had wives and you know now that stuff that Jesus is showing me but I think I was always a little bit you know on one level aware even as as a small girl Mm -hmm. um but you know as as he continues to because for me Jesus is just one of the ascended masters and ultimate way showers of that heart path that that way of love right and it doesn't you know it's not any different than than what buddha says really you know when you really look you know and so i'm less surprised now (laughs) than i was then you know because he keeps showing me and teaching me you know showing me the unity and everything you know and so i'm not as surprised now as i was (laughs) Because there are so many gods out there, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. we look at the, even if you go back into mythology, you know, Norse gods, Roman gods, Greek gods, and yes. and all the religions that are still alive today have yes. a god. And, you know, what makes one god more right than the other? They're, they're all one. This is why I have an issue, not an issue with, but this is why I I don't think I could ever be religious. You know, I want to mm-hmm. deepen my spirituality because spirituality to me is, is um, you know, it's a very personal thing. Everybody's spirituality has its own individual colors and shape and um, and way of ex- being expressed. And religion for me seems, you know, it's got this very kind of documented creed, whatever religion it is, Mm -hmm. and it has these rituals, and it asks you to be unquestioning, it asks you to be just like, this is what it is, believe in it, or, or else in some religions, you know, it's like, you know, it's punitive, it has some kind of level of jeopardy, if you like, within it, which (laughs) absolutely, which I don't feel is, is what religion was ever meant to be about religion to me was always meant to be what you're describing this Mm. this um opening of the heart and the soul and the third eye and the and the crown chakra that connection with your belief system that there is a greater power and this is what I I always sort of come back to you know the 12 step if you do any 12 step program you know the first mm-hmm. one is that I realized my life's become unmanageable and I hand that power over to a higher power and a lot of people have difficulty with that as they go through into a 12 step it's like well I'm not religious I don't have a god but the ever finding that higher power gives so much um I don't know. I mean, you're probably more attuned to to answer this, but it gives more peace and purpose mm-hmm. than just going, well, 
this is this is the way I've got to live my life and I have to abide by these strict rules. I'm I'm watching some hopelessly ridiculous thing on Netflix. It's um, but I still find it really interesting. It's called My Unorthodox Life. I mean, whatever. It's it's kind of interesting, but it's it describes quite clearly about what being an Orthodox Jew is. And I'm just taking that just simply because I've been watching that program <laughs> recently. <laughs> But oh, the, it does, I've looked at that too. It looks good. It looks, yes. I've, I've had that in the back of my mind to watch. Yeah. It is quite an interesting one, but, you know, and I think probably all, you know, we can probably name several other, you know, well-known religions around the world, which have this incredibly strict, this is how we live our lives. Yes. Doctrine. And I, I can't be on board with that because it doesn't seem to encompass the love and the unity mm-hmm. And this this um, constant questioning that a spiritual path allows you to have, and it doesn't. There's no, you know, there's no sidebars keeping you on the track. You can go wherever you want with your spirituality, and that's what I find. So, coming back to the fact that it, it was Jesus that speaks through you, that or was speaking to you that you know who landed in your heart has that has that made you go back to church to observe mm-hmm. any of the sort of religious um things how is where's it where's that taken you on your spiritual journey if you like having jesus in your heart <laughs> yeah it's it's probably taken me more so than i because again like you you know i um i did initially uh go back to some you know like unity we call them unity churches here so they're very universal they speak to oneness they speak to you know all way showers and ascended masters as being you know guides on on this pathway but it's actually taken me me uh deeper into zen buddhism <laughs> so, which has been interesting because you know jesus will show me you know, that he travels, that he shows me him, you know, meditating in the Himalayas uh, with the masters, you know, of the time. Um, And it's interesting because I feel, and this could just be, you know, me and my, you know, spiritual level of readiness and path, but it's, it's taken me to those places in Buddhist temples, you know, um, I also really love um, the Baha'i faith. It's it's introduced me into the Baha'i faith, but it's also taken me into the Kabbalah. And so it's interesting because I sort of feel this like thread kind of connecting all of these, you know, more, like you said, regimented uh, traditions. And that in and of itself has taken me deeper into my practice, into my heart, because mm-hmm. I, I do, I believe that Jesus was everywhere. I believe that he went to sites like Egypt and Greece and India yeah. in his own spiritual development, yeah. because how else could he have ascended? You know, for me, Jesus just feels like a an enlightened bhakti yogi. You know, yeah. I, I feel yeah. it's right. You know, yeah. I feel Mostly. his presence when I'm chanting with the bhakti yogis you know and I'm like oh the energy of the Christ is here they understand it's the way of the heart and so for me that's it's led me deeper into my bhakti yoga practice as well where I just don't have to say anything to the person meditating next to me we just there's an energy and we just get it you know and there he is so you know for me I like to joke and 
and say that Jesus is just my, he's like my beloved. He's my favorite bhakti yogi. And, you know, maybe some people don't understand that or they think that it's strange or they think, wow, she's, you know, you know, um, because I do sort of find myself as this bridge, right, between the traditional religious and the more sort of um, uh, spiritual way, which, you know, is fine. I, I, I welcome everybody, you know, and, um, but it's, it's like you said that, that religious tradition, we have to remember was set in motion by man, you know, and when we practice, you know, on our mats, our yoga and our meditation, we commune with creator directly through our own knowing, you know, and, and for me, when I meditate and Jesus comes and we sit together and I ask him and he's like, you know, that is the way that he came to teach. And I say, well, this it's the same pathway that, you know, I can see in the Zen Buddhism or in the Bhakti Yogis, you know, and he's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know. So I think it's all about uh, levels of readiness. You know, I think maybe some people need those rules um but like if you if you look at the context of the bible for me because i kind of geeked out on all of this for about a year or two as my book was being born um you know you look you take the example of the bible right it was written so many years after jesus had his physical feet on the earth uh by a bunch of men you know mm -hmm. and it, it it left out say like the gospel of thomas or the gospel of mary magdalene and so it's got holes for me, you know? Um, and so in, in reading like the Gnostic gospels, you know, like I just finished the gospel of Mary Magdalene and it's, oh, you know, it's, it's something totally uh, new, but original awakening. And so that to me is where I find myself. So I don't really typically go to church. <laughs> I'm in the woods. I'm in the forest mostly, you know, uh, or out in the ocean. Uh, when I can be so those those places have uh, become my temples yeah yeah no absolutely I mean I you know mother earth father sky mm -hmm. universal energy those are my um spiritual touch points I guess when you, mm -hmm. you know you need that but that for me it's also that oneness that um connected connectivity and also for me, my spirituality sits quite a lot in the universe, like out in the Milky Way, out in yes, sort of, me too. <laughs> in that, in that sort of, um, you know, that that I'm often brought back. You know, I often meditate simply on that, just that concept of that, you know, that beautiful picture that was taken from millions of miles away, where Earth is just this tiny little, and that beautiful Carl Sagan saying about, you know, we're just a, a mote of dust suspended on a sunbeam. And everybody that ever lived died, you know, everybody's just on that little, tiny little speck. And for me, that's, that's very, you know, beautifully humbling and reassuring in a strange way. I know that some people find that like really freaky, like, oh, there's too much to handle or it's just too strange. <laughs> yeah. But for me, I find it quite comforting. I like that, that sense of, you know, actually we're all as insignificant as the next person. And so that brings into your daily life uh, a kind of just like a, you know, why stress? Why worry? Why be anxious? Why, you know, is it really, how important really is 
the fact that that person cut me up at that roundabout or you know whatever <laughs> do you know what I mean they're just like exactly and, it, and that's exactly. what allows you to bring peace into your life which is essentially mm-hmm. the message of all religions it's love it's peace it's kindness it's compassion empathy all these beautiful heart held you know heart chakra held energies but then also connected with the crown chakra of that sort of wonderment that kind of like awe that you yes. get when you look at the sky at night and you look at all the stars and you go oh my god I'm looking back millions of years at that little dot of light you know where did it yeah it sort of begins to make you yeah that and quantum physics so the the very huge yes tiny. <laughs> oh. yeah oh what what really bring me back to to my spirituality and the fact that there are no rules that you can look inside and uh I mean I think for anybody who is um searching for their spirituality um you know, let's say that there are a fair number of people, I would imagine, who have come from quite religious backgrounds, you know, who have been brought up with the kind of, you know, rules and regulations and doctrines and maybe even like clothing regulations, you know, mm-hmm. and they want to forge a path towards spirituality and away from religion. Not that you have to, I'm just saying some people might. <laughs> um, what would <laughs> yeah. your, what would your, what, how would you, um, how would you guide somebody? Because I think you're like a really beautiful bridge, as you said already, between these two sort of points. So what was your what would your guidance be for those? Thank you. Um, I think for for people who are in that place, my advice, and again, I don't, you know, it I don't tell people to do anything that I don't do or that doesn't work for me or that I haven't. Uh, been in the process of actualizing. So I think for those people to sit in a quiet space or to walk peacefully in nature, wherever you can, and to just begin to notice in that space, whether you're walking through the forest or if you're swimming in a river or if you're, you know, sitting quietly in a room of your house, to just notice your breath. And if it starts with just sitting or walking, and just becoming aware of the fact that you have an in-breath and an out-breath and a space between both of those, I think is the perfect place to start. And the second would be to then, once you become aware of your breath, once you become aware of that movement of energy, right? In Hawaii, we call it ha or the sacred breath of life. It's um it's a very sacred, we hear it in aloha, so A-L-O-H-A. It's like the sacred breath that moves all life. It's it's coming into contact with that. And it's, it you know, in meditation practice, we talk about, you know, we can have really serious meditation. You know, we can sit or we can chant or we can, you know, do with mala beads. But I think for people to start where they feel a sense of ease. So for me, if I'm walking in the, in the woods or in the forest or the park near my house, I just sort of take my earphones out of my ears, mm-hmm. listen to the forest and just be with my breath. And if that, you know, if, if you count your breath even at first, so one in breath, one out breath, 
two in breath, two out breath, and sort of notice that rhythm and flow. I think that opens up a lot for mm. people. It's a mm. good place to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Med- meditation essentially is just, you know, which exactly. is where we both sort of begin, uh, began, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's extraordinary. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's lovely. And I, I want to just um ask you a little bit about your book a bit more. So um what yeah. the name of your book is Love Notes from Jesus, or you said an, a longer title, but that's right. Yeah. It's um it's I people call it for short Love Notes from Jesus. The full title is Love Notes from Jesus, 133 Messages of Light from the Loving Heart of Christ. Um, and it's it's beautiful. I have it with me here. Well, of course you, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I keep a copy in my car and I keep a copy on my nightstand. Um, but this is the cover for oh, people who are watching on YouTube. Uh, so gorgeous. And so they're just like little um, they're, they're things that came through to you during meditation and is it a kind of pick up and just flick through and just read that one that just happens to be the right one for today or is it a read through book yeah so it's so just it's inspirational yeah. ideas and things yeah 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 exactly so I'll have people it's funny because um I didn't really know as it was coming through, you know, I, there's sort of an introduction, um, the first like chapter or two sort of details my story and how, um, you know, the messages came about and how, you know, receiving them, being able to receive them came about. Um, and yeah, the messages, you know, people, um, have the book on their nightstand they tell me and write me and then they wake up and they just sort of open it and it's, you know, it's, it's like a beautiful sort of daily, you know, meditation for people which is which is great because I didn't know that wasn't like the idea you know as, as the book was coming through and as I was writing it but that's um, how people are telling me that they're using it the most which I think is amazing because you know you open it and I think um, which one did I open you know like there's ones that are longer and then there's ones um, oh this is interesting because this is what we were just talking about do you mind if I read it read no it? go for it no please because this is exactly what we were just talking about. And this is like, this is what he does. It's so funny. Um, so on page eight, there's a, um, the love note is called where I see you, I see me. And he says, have you ever looked up at the stars and let yourself feel complete resting in the love of the cosmos? I have, and I see you there. And where I see you, I see me, Jesus. Like you can't, you can't make this stuff up. You just can't. And, you know, it's like, um, it's funny. I was talking to my friend the other day and living in Florida, we see dolphins a lot, you know, but every time you see dolphins, you get excited. And so it's the same sort of thing, you know, when, when these sort of uh, winks from creator, these synchronicities come through you just you can't make it up you know it's like you couldn't plan I couldn't plan that if I tried you know it's like what I open to you know and so basking in that awareness of that is just it's just incredible it's such a gift and I think that's what ultimately you know working with our energy bodies and our our uh our hearts just like you know just like all the masters have ultimately the way home for me 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And there seem to be this, you know, this. Fingers crossed that I'm right in thinking there are more and more people thinking like this, trying to teach this, trying to spread this awareness that this that everything that you have or the, everything that you need, you already have within you. You know, it's there mm-hmm. and we just need to be aware and open to it. And we have all this beautiful energy, you know, just quieting yourself so you can listen to your third eye, listen to your intuition, you know, being aware that you have this mm-hmm. connection with that We have this oneness, that all this beautiful love that you hold in your heart. Just, you know, being able to put life and all its crap that throws at you on a daily basis, just like holding that at bay so that you can be with that energy that you have will allow the peace, will allow allow the, um, yeah, the peace, because that's all we want, Mm -hmm. ultimately. I mean, let's not aim as high as as happiness, because that's just, you know... (laughs) Let's just go to peace right now, right? You know, after the year we've all had, I think that's all we can, you know, can hope for. Um, and so I'm, um, I'm really, um, I really have loved this conversation so much. It's felt really kind of just so, like, mm, it's just landed. All the things that you're saying just really sit well with me, and I and and resonate and feel good. And and I hope that it's doing the same for people who are watching or listening, because I think that path of spirituality, you know, what you're sort of showing is it's basically you know, whatever your path is, you know, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It might look yes. like it's religious. It might look like it's totally wowie, weird, you know, whatever, but it's right for you. So just do it, mm-hmm. whatever it is to to find your, find your place in this because heaven knows we need it, you know. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I think you're right too. I think that people are really, and mass waking up to this, you know, through coming in contact with the divine, with creator, through the heart center, you know, and that, you know, it's it's funny because I hear, you know, we're so used to the age of the guru, you know, where someone stands in front in front of us, whether it's a, a preacher or a rabbi or, you know, they stand in front of us and they speak to God and we take their word for for what they're saying. Yeah. But I think we're moving into this beautiful time where 
we learn how to come into contact with that through our own hearts, mm. through our yeah. own hearts. And the same and, said in terms of yoga gurus as well. You know, when you think yeah, of in absolutely. recent years, in the last 30 years or however long, like all these yoga gurus who come up and it's like, no, you must do it exactly as he says. Otherwise yes. you're going to get a, you know, whatever. Um, and I think that there are more people, you know, all of these things are becoming more fluid. And I know there's a lot of, there's a, there's somebody in the noise in the news over here is making quite a lot of noise about how, you know, the West has really messed yoga up and has taken it from its pure, you know, and we're sort of, but I don't see, I, in terms of yoga, I feel like it, again, it's something that evolves, you know, as all things should and can from a very strict, you know, this is exactly how you do it. This is exactly how many breaths you must take in this pose to people going, no, this doesn't quite work for me. And I'm going to, I'm going to adopt, you know, I'm going to have to take a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and I'm going to mix it all up and it's going to be right for me. Yes. you know, and Absolutely. So, so that it's accessible for everybody so that it's, you know, everybody, whether you can't even stand on your own two feet or whether you can do some crazy backbend, there's some version yeah. of it that works for you that connects with the body. Because, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about the heart and, you know, from where I sit, you know, and I work with the chakras as my kind of guiding map, if you like, I yes. feel like it's really, really important that you try not to do everything with your head, but you let your body, you let your physical body, this, you know, mm-hmm. lovely sort of jelly that we sit in, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let it do some of the work for us because the energy is yes. literally held within us. So, you know, beautiful, big, bold backbends, great. Or, you know, just really gentle, heart opening, supported, you know, but whatever works for you, this is what I'm, Yeah this is what I'm I'm feeling is is the right way to go and again it moves away from this religion of somebody standing up in front of you going this is what the deal is to a more loving more inclusive more flexible um sort of fluid way of of working with our energy Mm. absolutely 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 are you still still teaching yoga (laughs) I do. I do. I teach, um, I teach mostly online, um, meditation through, um, I'm start and I've just started an Instagram. I'm not, I'm not really big on the Facebook, Instagram know-how it's not, I have a lot of resistance to it, but I did just start an Instagram where I'll, I'll be posting more meditation. I'm not sure if I'll be posting yoga, um, so much as the meditation there. Um, but I do tend to, you know, cause I do a lot of traveling, uh, wherever I go sort of set up, Um, you know, like a a gentle half a class or like a bhakti meditation, uh, something along that. So I have been keeping uh, my teaching, teaching going, which has been nice. It's been a nice anchor. Definitely. (laughs) In this year, especially, it just seemed to have been so crazy. So we've all been through through an awful lot in the last few years. So each other in whichever way and yoga and meditation, obviously, you know, that's where we, where we land and, so yeah mm-hmm. i think it's um it's great so i will obviously put links to your to your website and to your um book can you get your book on amazon great yeah you can so it's up on amazon it's easier for whatever reason to find it if you type in my author name rachel Marie, and it should pop right up 
uh, when you put that into the Amazon search bar. I did self-publish through Kindle Direct Publishing. I was approached by several larger publishing houses, um, but the energy was very much one of ownership and I just, I couldn't get on board with a lot of it. So I decided to self-publish on Kindle uh, for now. So that's where it is. Um, and there's a tab too on my website. Um, it's, I think, under receive the book, I think, or something like that. I have to double check. Um, but I'll forward you those links and yeah. people can just click on the links and find it easily that yeah. way if they want. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Rachel. Um, Rachel Lahela Marie, it has been a real privilege and a joy to speak with you and connect with you. I, I feel, and we're recording this just before Christmas, and so I'm feeling like full of the love and the spirit <laughs> right now. I know. I know. So um, thank you. Thank you so much for today. It's been really beautiful talking to you. Now, likewise, thank you so much for holding this container. And it's always great to sort of share in this energy, you know, with other people who are on the path and who are, you know, sitting in that energy as well. So thank you. It's It's been great. This has really been wonderful. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me again. I hope that you enjoyed our conversation and got something good out of it. Um, I know that I did. I made a great con contact. I thought Rachel was lovely and really, really enjoyed chatting with her. And if you would like to find um, more about um, Rachel, then her website is Rachel Lahela Marie. And um, there I will put the link to her website and to finding her book in the show notes so that you can find her and i am really intrigued i would love to get her book um i think there's nothing better than having a book by your bedside table which you can just pick up and read a little thing and as illustrated during our chat she just picked up her book and it just fell open on a page talking about what we'd literally been talking about it was amazing um so those kind of books are are wonderful actually because they just give you something you didn't know you needed or maybe you knew you needed but uh, i feel like there's there's a lot of value in in what rachel is doing um and hopefully it will connect with you so um connect with rachel and connect with me get in touch on my website chakradashway.com and if you want to delve deeper into your own spirituality using the chakras as your guide then maybe the course that is that I have the chakra way course is something that you really might get a lot out of so yeah stay in touch get in touch with me to ask any questions and I will see you soon lots of love take care bye now hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.